0: Our gospel today comes from the gospel of Matthew in the third chapter. This is the baptism of Jesus. Then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, Let it be so. For it is proper for us in this way to fulfill all righteousness. Then he consented. And when Jesus had been baptized, just as he came up from the water, suddenly the heavens were opened to him and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and a lightning on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, the Beloved with whom I am well pleased. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. Friends, grace and peace to you from God, our creator and our Lord and savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, Happy New Year. It's still early enough to say that, right? We're just entering a uh, second weekend of january things still seem a little bit new getting back in the rhythm again right a new year is always full of new hope new opportunities right a fresh start and the new year begins for many people with new year's resolutions anybody out here have a new year's resolution they would like to share one that you haven't broken yet it's hard isn't it i have one for myself this year that i want to go to bed earlier this is how old i'm getting i want to be in bed by nine (laughs) it's a work in progress just keep working on it i'm not going to say i've broken it but This time of year, we also see all kinds of marketing and ads and things for health clubs and gyms and fitness programs in addition to weight loss and Weight Watchers and diets and newfangled ways to lose weight. You know, studies have shown that the first two weeks of January are the busiest times for gym participation. Sadly, though, it begins to drop off at week three. New Year's resolutions are really a way that we make promises to ourselves. Self, I want to treat you better this year, better food, better sleep, better relationships, better, you fill in the blank. But sadly, we're not very good at keeping promises we make with ourselves. At least I'm not. I'm a lot better at taking care of other people as opposed to taking care of myself. Maybe you can relate to that. Well, today, we remember a different promise, one that we also remember at the start of each new year. Today, we remember the baptism of Jesus. And alongside of that, we remember the promise that God has made to each and every one of us, that we are forgiven, that we are loved, and we are claimed children, as children of God. And God's promises are faithful. Thanks be to God. The text from Genesis goes way back to where God made a promise to Abraham. Now, in the Bible, we hear the word promise called covenant You've heard that before, covenant. So when you hear that word covenant, and we actually say it every time we have communion, the new covenant for all people, each time you hear that, replace that with the word promise. God's making a promise. So um, Abraham's despairing as he and Sarah have no children, no offspring, and God tells Abraham, Look out into the heaven and count the stars if you can. And God said, this is how many offspring, how many descendants. This is what all the generations from you will be. A covenant, a promise that God made with Abraham. And so I want you to think of that image of the many stars in the sky for a moment. Twinkling lights, some brighter, some fainter. During Epiphany, we hear a lot about light. We hear about stars. And it was not that long ago that we gathered here in worship. Not in the day, but in the dark. And we lit candles as we celebrated the birth of Jesus. Twinkling lights all around us. The body of Christ reflected to one another through the small flickering lights. One light is faint, but all lights together help us to see one another. Now, light and dark have always been images that faith traditions seem to cling to. We hear a lot of that during Advent and Christmas in Epiphany. We are pulled to the light, right? The hymn we sang this morning, we are drawn to the light. But honestly, I feel at times that I spend more time, maybe in the darkness, chasing the light, looking for the light. It is good to remember, remember that God lives in both the darkness and the light. God is there with us. God is there guiding us, walking with us, and loving us. You see, the light can be hard to see without the darkness. Those same stars that that, um, God mentioned to Abraham, they're out during the day too. But you can't see them because of the sun. There's no darkness. Well, our new sermon series is called Jesus, Our Brighter Light. The world offers many twinkling and dazzling distractions for us, but as Christians, we walk. With a brighter, truer light. We begin today with the story of Jesus' baptism. And it said in Matthew, and as Jesus was baptized, the heavens opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and a lightning on him. This light that guided Mary and Joseph through a dark journey. This light, in spite of danger, like we heard last week with Pastor Jeff and that terrible King Herod, in spite of danger, led the Magi to a new king. The light that poured from the sky and descended upon Jesus breaks through the heavens for all to see. The light that doesn't fade away, and the light that is reflected on you. What will you do with it? in this new year as we celebrate the baptism of Jesus we also remember our own baptism some of you celebrated baptism in the last year only just a short time ago and some of you celebrated your baptism a long time ago but time doesn't change God's promise to you We remember our baptism, and we remember the promises that God made to us. We also remember the promises that we made to try and live a faithful life. Today, you will have the opportunity to be marked by the sign of the cross, just like you were in baptism. And then you can see there are candles out today. You'll be invited to light a candle to remember To remember that light of the world that shines on you. To remember that candle that was lit for you on your baptism. Remembering that you are washed clean through the waters of baptism. And sent out to reflect the light of Christ in all the world i read a recent devotion from richard Rohr. maybe some of you have heard of him before he's he's a spiritual writer he's a Franc- franciscan friar and he's really good if you ever have a chance to read him recently i read this and i'd like to share just a few words that he had to say about the light of christ he says this is the illuminating light that enlightens all things making it possible for us to see things in their fullness. When Christ calls himself the light of the world, he's not telling us to look just at him, but to look out at life with his all-merciful eyes. We see him so we can see like him and with the same infinite compassion. In other words, Don't stare at the light, you'll go blind. Instead, look and see upon that which the light is shining. All people, all creation. God gave the light so all could be seen as beloved by God. For the light illumines all. We're here to reflect the light, to share that light. So as we light these candles and we see their twinkling light, may we be reminded of the stars of the sky, the covenant that God made with Abraham and with you, that you and I belong to this faith family. We belong. We are children of God. Remembering the body of Christ that has received and reflected the light into all that is dark, may we remember that God's promise to us is not some short-term, conditional resolution that might fade away. May we remember that God is faithful through everlasting life, that nothing we do can take away the love that God has for us. You are a child of God. You are forgiven and you are loved, you have been given the light of the world. So what will you do with that? Thanks be to God, amen.